Stevie Tudor's house and a Rick Flair. Welcome to the world's greatest ish podcast. Welcome to Backstage I'm Brandon. I'm Hunter. And on today's episode, we're here to discuss the 2020 WWE Draft. Draft to remember, that's for sure. Good picks, bad picks, dark shit picks. Everything you can want. Yeah, so we're going to be uh, rating each pick. Uh, Brandon, do you want to go over our rating system? Alright, so our ratings is 1 for great selection, as in the brand needed this person. Number 2, we got good, which is, they'll probably do alright on the brand. And 3, we have dog shit. Very simple rating no, system. <laughs> Um, so I guess we can just jump right in and go pick by pick. It's probably the easiest way to do it. I'm thinking so, yeah. We'll so, give our ratings a giveaway. So we'll start with uh, the picks from SmackDown that happened on SmackDown. Uh, number one overall pick, Raw picks Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's a one. That's a one, no doubt. Sorry. Sorry to disrespect him. WWE champion Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's true. Put some respect on that name, so. Um, yeah, easily won. Um, I think it would have been weird if Raw would have picked anybody else first, honestly. No, unless it was Roman. Yeah, unless they swapped shows, but I think Roman has too much going on SmackDown, and he's the biggest star in the company, and SmackDown with the Fox deal is now the biggest show. Uh, that's so, true. They get they have the views. Um, yeah, and I guess it's important to mention that WWE said that if a title, if a if one of the draft picks has a title and that title, then they switch their shows. The title switches the show with it with them. So which is major key later later in the picks. Yeah, that will come in sort of. <laughs> <laughs> In a strange way. So, with the uh, number two pick in the first round, uh, SmackDown picks Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion and Tribal Chief. Another one. Ooh. You gotta go one with the Tribal Chief. Yeah. You, you can never doubt. You can never doubt. We saw what he did. Honestly, there. if this was a, if this was if this was a real draft, he's probably getting picked first by whichever show gets to pick first. Accurate. But also, he's got to be where the views are at, because he is the view master. Well, and he's got to try to draw views to Fox. they got to keep Fox happy. Damn right. Give them all they want. I want Fox happy also. So that's WWE Championship staying on Raw, Universal Championship staying on SmackDown. Um, pretty expected stuff, right? Then with the third pick, Raw picks Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion. Another one. That's, I mean, oh yeah, that's that's a one for sure. Sure, I'm I'm just shocked at how high it actually makes Asuka seem valuable again. She's out of nowhere. She's sort of I don't want to say fallen off. They just haven't been doing as much with her recently. 
But for a long time in the quarantine, she's the MVP of the whole company. Oh my god, I could watch her dance for days. <laughs> so, another, another good pick by Raw. And then on the next pick, the, the fourth pick, we get a the first sort of surprise of the draft. As we have Seth Rollins getting picked by SmackDown. A slap in the face to Bailey and the SmackDown Women's Championship right there. Well, she's not in this pool. So she can't be drafted <laughs> until Monday. All right, never mind. So she Draft could have been drafted. Yeah, was yeah, it's it's really confusing. It makes no sense. <laughs> but this is not the draw. Not the draft I wanted. But Seth Rollins no longer the Monday Night Messiah. Heading to Fridays. Um, I don't know what his Friday night name will be. Yeah, I don't know either. But I I feel like this is also one. I think. Or yes, I, I want to say it's a one. <laughs> but some picks later on make me question whether or not it's a one. <laughs> oh, I'll I, I go with one. Just because just first thing you're thinking is, oh man, what if him and Roman have a match? It's like, oh yeah. god, that's all. And he's been really good as this as this like M- Monday Night Messiah character. I've really liked it. Oh, I'm a big fan. I'm sad he had to lose his legendary entrance music, but and he's made. And when I saw this pick, I was really happy that him and the Mysterios would be done. Spoiler: they're not. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. to that thought. Um, we can get into that more later, but I think I mean it'll be fun. SmackDown has been more of the like let people wrestle show so i think seth can have some banging matches on tv yeah oh that's very accurate that's what you get him for he's he is the marathon man so the next pick perhaps the steal of the entire draft ross likes the hurt business mvp bobby lashley uh united states champion bobby lashley Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, all with one pick. You get a champion and three other dudes, all with one pick. I mean, that's a no-brainer right there by Raw. As you were saying, the power is in the numbers, and they just hit the lotto on that pick. And they've, and I mean, this stable's been so good. Honestly, they've been basically a highlight of Raw for. A good while here. Which has been... Raw's been garbage. Yes. (laughs) Small bright spot. Raw's been garbage, but they've found ways to be good still, which is a testament to how good they are. Yep. Exactly. They've been Um, in the business for a long time. So yeah, I think that's another one. I agree there. So that's, that's the whole first round. And we, we've given them all one. So they're doing a good job so far. So far, so good. I, I, I have to agree with that. Lot, lots of potential in that first group there. But also, not too many surprises. Seth Rollins going to SmackDown. A little surprising. But nothing like... One tiny surprise. Nothing like... No major shocks. Exactly. And like... Like I was saying earlier, if they had Bailey, 
she would have been number two for SmackDown, so that would have been the only predictable thing right there. Um, so we'll get into the second round. Uh, first pick in the second round, Raw picks AJ Styles. Oh, they don't want none. What a shocker. He's in the second round. Yeah, this one was pretty obvious just because he moved to SmackDown to get away from Paul Heyman, allegedly. And then Paul Heyman's, even though he's not in charge on SmackDown, he's in the best thing. He's, he's in the best <laughs> thing on SmackDown, so they just move AJ back to Raw. Yep. And this makes the Seth Rollins Except- pick make more sense. It's like, okay, we need someone of AJ's level to, to go over to SmackDown. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair trade-off, I'd say, Rollins or AJ, because they're about the same caliber-type wrestler. Yeah, I'd say they're pretty similar. Like, they're both incredible, so... And I'd probably say both of them are pretty durable, actually. They have not had many injuries between the two of them. Yeah, and then with second pick in the second round, SmackDown wants Fridays to remain boss time and select Sasha Banks. That's a one. That's a big ol' one. It is a one. I was still a little disappointed, though. I kind of wanted to see her go to Raw just to keep the Bailey sasha thing going a little longer. Yeah. Because then you could just have Sasha win the Rumble and then have Bailey sasha and Mania that way. That's true. Which would have been cool, but I... I... Sorry, go ahead. You could have her... Oh, you could probably have her be on either brand if she's going to win the Rumble. Yeah, I think it just helps keep them apart from each other, I guess, until then. That's true. They've been teasing this for a long time. But their Hell and Cell match will be cool, so I'm not too disappointed in that. Sometimes, I've noticed sometimes lately, you kind of like, if you start fantasy booking stuff, you just get caught into it, and then when WWE doesn't do it, you just get mad. Oh, that's, that is the story of my life right there. Even though it's like, well, they didn't tell me they were going to do this. I just thought it would be cool if they did. Oh, hell yeah! That's so, exactly how I feel about it. Um, so, the third pick, Naomi, is going over to Raw. Which, I think this is a good pick. That's a good pick, and since it's high up, it really establishes her again. Like She's really freaking good. She's a former champion. And I think her and Asuka could have a good match. Oh, definitely. I'm pretty sure that they did have a match on SmackDown, didn't they? Not not too long ago. Um, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Naomi Asuka at a pay-per-view. You'd have, probably have to make one of them a heel, but... <laughs> More than likely. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this is also a one. Yep, I agree there. Naomi is worth a one. Lots of pluses there. And then the next pick, SmackDown picks Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE. That is a sleeper pick right there. I'm pretty sure that's the exact words they said on air. <laughs> yeah, this, I think this is a really good pick because she was kind of doing nothing on a Raw. 
Honestly, I kind of forgot she was even on Raw. I thought she was just kind of there to be with the Street Profits. And, I mean, I would love... I mean, yes, it probably won't happen since Sasha's on SmackDown still, but a Bianca Bailey match would be cool, too. Oh, hell yeah. Or I'm Bianca Sasha if match. Sasha wins the title at LSL. Either way. I'd, I'd be game for either of those matches. Those are green matches, just about. Yeah, Bian- Bianca's really good. I'll give it a one. Yep, I'm going to go one there, too. So, then with the last pick of the second round, Raw picks the women's tag team champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. This one kind of made sense to me. They're, they're kind of very Raw. Like, yeah, and... Tag. It is the first, I think it's the first instance of it sort of being weird, just because they can go to any brand. Yeah, yeah, they, that is very strange. While they're the tag champs, they can go to any brand, so I guess it's just after they lose, they're both on Raw. Yeah, I guess that's that's very true, because, I mean, they can even go to NXT if they want. Yeah, they can go to any brand. But I think it's a good pick. I'm just going to give it a two, though. I was going to say, I was going to go two also, just because I'm really not sold on that team whatsoever. So, that's the second round. Nothing, still nothing too surprising. Some good picks. Some people higher than maybe you'd expect. But we haven't got into anything real crazy yet. (laughs) <laughs> no, the shit show will come, though. The shit Believe show me, will happen, and I will get upset. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait. So in the third round, the first pick, Raw picks Ricochet. I'm going to give that a one right away. That's a great pick. I'm going to give it a two just because they don't use Ricochet well. Oh, no, they definitely don't use him well, but... Oh, man. Them teasing him joining the Hurt Business? Ooh, I almost lost it. So, I mean, I wish he would join the Hurt Business. It just makes sense. Like you said, he has no more friends left. Can't beat him, join him. He has no friends. He's not a great promo, so having MVP talk to him would be good. You'd have five man. You'd have five people in the hurt business for a Survivor Series against Retribution. It just makes sense. Writes itself, basically. Come on, Ricochet, join. Um. So the second pick in the third round, Jay Uso, and his brother was not in the draft pool, so there was no, no, no weirdness here as. His brother's injured and wasn't eligible to be drafted. Yeah, he's on the IR. Uh, so, off the board. So Jay's saying on SmackDown, this makes sense. This is a one. It's a great program. The best program on SmackDown right now. Yes, I agree there. You got to keep him with the Tribal Chief, especially because they got that big match coming up real soon here. Mandy Rose was then drafted to Raw, even though she was already on Raw. 
So like moving, just establish. So moving her to Raw like three weeks ago just makes no sense now. No, not at all. And also, I didn't know Miz had the ability to get people traded. Like power. That makes sense. Like I don't mind. I guess I I I don't mind Miz being able to influence the draft because like Miz and Mrs. is on USA, right? I'm pretty sure. Yes. So that. like realistically, oh. in the kayfabe, Miz being able to go like, oh, I talked to the USA executives and told them to draft Mandy. That's all fine. But the fact that she got moved three weeks before the draft just makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Or if they had just waited to the if they had just waited to the draft, I think it would have been fine. Oh, it would have been better because then you're kind of establishing her and Otis's relationship even more. So then it's like, oh my god, just ripped her away. Yeah, taking all of Otis, taking Otis's like world away from him would have been way more devastating if it hadn't happened <laughs> over the course of like a month. Yeah, exactly. A time to adjust. He's good. So then, with the next pick, SmackDown picks Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Ooh, another one of those, as you call, bonus picks. You get a twofer right there. Yeah, That's yeah. A one, you, get a, you get a get a thir- get a whole tag team. Didn't they're not really established as a tag team, but it makes right? sense. They are confused. they are father son. So <laughs> That's true. That's um, true. I don't know any other father son duos. Oh, I don't think I rated Mandy. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a three. Just because I think it makes no sense. Ooh. Just because it makes no I'm sense. I'm just going to say two. I'm going to say two because I rep Mandy. I think she's oh. good shit. She'll, she'll get there someday. Oh, I love her. I this It has nothing to do with her. It's just the, the writing is horrible. It really makes no sense whatsoever. So, Ray and Dominic... I just want... I don't want to see this Seth thing continue... Mm. And I I'd think I okay I think I saw something from the Wrestling Observer that they moved they wanted all of the the hottest angles in the company on SmackDown to try to make Fox happy is why they moved this angle over just the whole angle over to SmackDown. Cuz I guess maybe like YouTube well, yeah. maybe YouTube wise angles doing a lot of numbers. I could see that happening. I guess, yeah, I mean, SmackDown alone's getting, like, about 200,000 more viewers every week, so it's, or no, I said 200, my bad, 2 million more viewers every week. So, like you said, they definitely want to make them happy, but I'm just wondering, is Dominic's sister also drafted to SmackDown? <laughs> it is a good question, If is, is Aaliyah still, is Aaliyah just not going to chill on Raw? <laughs> She had a thing going on. I don't know. Maybe she's staying. I mean, I'm gonna. Even though I don't think this is very good, I'm gonna give it a one just because out of the two shows, I watch SmackDown way more, like way more often than I watch Raw, and I just like seeing. Like I've always been a huge Rey Mysterio fan, so that'll be fun for for me selfishly. 
That's well, that's very true. I, I'll join you there with a one just because. You split them up, you got two great wrestlers. It's a two-for-one pick. It's a win-win situation. So, with the last pick of the third round, Raw selects MCMIZ and Johnny Drip Drip. A.K.A. The Miz hey, and John hey. Morrison. <laughs> oh, ho. Miz and Morrison. Morrison. Um, <laughs> I am going to be a little sad missing them on SmackDown. They, they were always a good part of it. Hope, hopefully, they can... They can make Raw a little bit more enjoyable to watch. Well, you already know they're bringing their segment and they're bringing the heat, and it definitely makes sense what you said earlier that actually I'm pretty sure Miz and Miss has a new season coming out pretty quick here, so I think it makes a whole lot of sense that they're over there now. Um, yeah, I'll give this, I'll give this like a two. I think it's fine. I just don't think... I want to give it a one, but I think they should have stayed on SmackDown, so I also give it a two. Yeah, that's the thing, is I think you're just going to be allowed to have better matches on SmackDown. So, like, moving to Raw is kind of bad. You already know they already they only pick them for the dirt sheet, and that's it. And there's no tag teams on Raw. Yeah, that division's kind of shit. Well, there's about to be another one. Spoiler. <laughs> so, that's the third round. Um, I was a little surprised to see Ricochet that high. I agree there. I guess maybe just because he's having that feud with the Hurt Business and they're so hot. Yeah. But, overall, that's a couple complaints. Nothing too major. Yeah, we got our first three from you. Did get my first three, and there's going to be another one. Eh, maybe not. I'm actually... Mm. We'll see. There's, there's going to be another one in the course of this this podcast, but... Maybe not right away. Oh, that's dead. So, a big development on the show, before we get to the fourth round, a big development on SmackDown, for those who didn't watch. After Biggie beat Sheamus oh, yeah. in a in Falls Count Anywhere match, he was approached by two interesting-looking security guards who took off their hats and, like, masks to reveal that Kofi and Xavier Woods are back. Good Just like that, back in action. Good to see him back. They did their, they did some of the New Day shit. Biggie was... Biggie played this really well, I thought. Where, like, he didn't instantly go back into, like, fun-loving Biggie. Like, it took him a little bit of time in the promo to, like, get fully back into, like, oh, my friends are back, I'm having fun now. Because he was being, like, all super serious Biggie in the, in the Sheamus match got harder and turned into a badass since they left. Uh, Kofi and Xavier say we want our tag titles back. And then I think it was at the end of the last of the third round address, Stephanie just says oh yeah, the new, your boys the New Day are taking on Shinsuke and Cesaro for the titles. And it's like that's out of nowhere. 
Yeah, seriously. I like uh, I like okay. the New Day a lot, but like they did nothing to deserve this title match. <laughs> exactly. What are the what opportunity? What did they do to get that opportunity? They have the title Deep. match. They no. they win. They become the SmackDown Tag Team Champs. Fourth round of the draft starts immediately while they're still in the ring celebrating. Yeah, like clockwork. Stephanie says with the first pick in the fourth round, Raw selects The New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. And, it, and the world just kind of freezes for a second. Oh. Xavier? And, uh. and Woods was incredible in this segment. He's just like screaming... Say say Big E. Say E's name. No, say E's name. You didn't say E's name. And then Stephanie, with the second round and the f- second pick in the fourth round, SmackDown select Big E. Oh, the dagger, the dagger right to the heart. Big E no longer with the New Day. So the New Day is officially separated for now. My, How are they going to come to the ring? My, that, is a good, that is a good question. That is a good question on Raw of what they're going to do. <laughs> are they not the New Day anymore now? What's happening? My initial reaction was I was sad. Because I love the New Day. But after thinking about it more... Assuming now SmackDown's happening tonight as we're recording, and there's right. the New Day's having a six man on SmackDown. Awesome. Assuming there isn't any like turns or anything, and they're all just they all just remain friends as they go. Kofi and Xavier go to work on Mondays. Biggie's working on Fridays, but we're still all friends. Assuming that's what happens. Yeah. I think this is still, I think this is good. Oh yeah, I think this will end up fantastic. I mean that match with Sheamus and Big E was incredible, yes. let's not lie. And I think that the biggest thing is I think it I don't know if they had planned this the entire way, knowing WWE they probably didn't. But I think they saw the response to the Big E singles push and they're like, Alright, we gotta keep this going. And they they had the whole role of him being like a like announcing himself as a locker room leader. So it's like that's I, really what they want to establish. And I think instead of doing it the way that Kofi won the title, where it was just like power positivity, all this love between the friends, I think we're going to get super serious, hard as fuck, badass Biggie. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking so. Who who might just win the title off of Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Like that's hey, possible. He's gonna be a beast. Going back to the old school Big E, where he can put him out for five. Live. Put him out for the five count. <laughs> oh man! And so the I, easiest I'm, way I'm, to keep Big E serious is to not have his friends buy him. That's true. He always was the more serious of the new name members. 
Because if the new day is a lot of things, serious, not really. <laughs> serious is not a thing with them whatsoever. Not even a little bit. So, assuming WWE doesn't fuck this up, which they very well could. Oh, easily. I'm giving both these picks ones. Oh, I'm right there with you. I and they and they are, if if the story of Biggie turns out well, they are the best picks in the draft. And into what the fifth round or fourth round? Fourth round, yeah. Best picks that late. That's a Tom Brady type pick right there. And this and this was where the structure of the draft falls off a lot. So I do have complaints. There aren't. <laughs> you lose a kayfabe element of of the draft where no, like, there's no executive of a TV show would be like, yeah, we just want two thirds of those. I know we could get Biggie for free by just picking the new day, but we don't want him. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that shit. So like, don't want that. From the kayfabe aspect, this makes no sense. But if Biggie if Biggie wins the world title because of this, then I don't care. Oh, then I think it was great. Admittedly, he doesn't have to win the world title. He could go into like an IC feud, but I'd like to see him win a world title. I was gonna say he's already had the IC belt. It's time for him to hit that big one. Just like Kofi, he put his time in. His turn now. And then I think people would, would then be calling for a Woods world title feud or world title run i don't think you need that i don't think not necessary i don't want to insult him anyway by saying this he's just not that type oh. of wrestler he's like he's a tag team wrestler he'll he's said it himself before like yeah like i know his his aspirations just... as a singles wrestler are to become king of the ring which would be cool well that's cool as fuck <laughs> That's realistic, I feel like. But it's just, yeah, I just don't think, like, I don't think just because the other two have done it, he he would then need to do it. No. Um, I don't think so. So, yeah, I could, honestly, I could talk about those new, these new day picks forever. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but let's continue. So... After that, the rest of these picks kind of didn't matter and got overshadowed by the fact that the New Day had just broken <laughs> up. Like, not broken up, but, like, had been separated. Because yes. I... Assuming everything goes well tonight, I don't I don't think the New Day are broken up. I think they're just working mm. on different days, effectively. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. They're just split. Like, they just have different shifts. They just have different it. shifts at work, is essentially what it is. Oh, I get that. I am definitely Biggie on that second shift, and everyone's on that first. Goddamn. <laughs> so, the next pick was Dana Brooke to Raw, which, similar to Mandy, had already happened. It was a thing. They were already a tag team. I'll just give it a two. It's fine. I agree. I there's agree. there's nothing actively I bad about it. <laughs> I think they're kind of making it seem like Mandy's the much, much better wrestler, though. I mean, she is. It's, it's probably... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to always give Dana Brooke credit, but I just can't. <laughs> then, 
SmackDown selects Mr. Money in the Bank, Otis. Not Heavy Machinery, Otis. Which was overshadowed because the New Day already broke up. Um, I'll give this one a one, just in that I think the story of Otis losing everything and then potentially cashing in on Randy Orton and Hell in the Cell after Randy Orton wins the title to get oh on Raw Lord. would be cool. I hope they do it. It would be awesome. <laughs> oh, 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 please. Please. I would absolutely love it. It would be awesome. And, and WWE, just saying, I, I know you're not listening, but it would give Randy a free title raid. I know you want to pump his numbers up. Mm-hmm. Pump those up. You know his ears are limited. Um. So yeah, I'm giving this a one just because I think the story of Otis losing everything and maybe losing his money in the bank contract tonight in a lawsuit. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think it's I'm a right good there. way to lose Otis because yeah. they clearly... What happened to Otis was they, Vince thought, hey, it'd be funny and a feel-good story right when the pandemic started to give money in the bank to Otis. Presumably Vince not thinking the pandemic would still be happening by now. Probably. And so now he just has nothing. He just, it, Otis isn't going to take the title off of Roman Reigns. At no points is that possible. <laughs> No. <laughs> There's no chance. So they just need to do something with him, and I think they're... It's been dumb, but Miz and Morrison and Otis and Tucker, they, they're they finding ways to make this really dumb shit entertaining. Yeah, it's very true. But honestly, from what I've seen so far, I could feel like we could potentially see the first ever cash-in for not a main championship. Because it's for any, isn't it? I don't know that they've ever clarified because I don't know that they've ever needed to. Oh, because why would you not go for the big one? But I could see Otis literally laying his contract on the line to get his whole life back. Yeah. I could see it. No, that's why I, I like. That's why I like the him Randy winning at Hell in a Cell, and then Otis taking it off Randy, and then Otis can instantly lose it again. That's fine. Oh, big time! Have him lose it, but get a have it make him go to the show. But yeah, just using it as a way to get to Raw. I think that's the way to use it. I think there's a couple ways to use this contract. It's either that. You use it against Roman Reigns, and he just and Otis just gets like absolutely destroyed, like fully cementing this badass Roman Reigns character. Or you, or you just give it to John Morrison, which I would be very okay with. Like, because John Morrison, he's already on Raw now. He could take the belt off of Drew or Randy with the briefcase, and it'd be fine. He's credible. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, exactly. He's been in the business. He's put his time in, and he's a big enough dude that you, I can see him holding a company on his back. So the last pick of the night on SmackDown was Angel Garza to Raw. 
I'll give it a one. He's been really good. Even though, say, even though the, their storyline hasn't been great, but right, I'm I'm literally just gonna say two because of the storyline reason. That's that's fair. So then, so that, that was the picks that were on SmackDown. There was then another round of picks on Talking Smack. God, this is the real Raw picks. Boards. Raw picks. Umberto Carrillo. Fine to whatever. <laughs> literally don't. Literally <laughs> right, don't. Literally it. don't care. Oh, not really. SmackDown picks Murphy. So they've literally just lifted the entire Murphy, Rollins, <laughs> Mysterios segment over to SmackDown. Just as yep, blatantly exactly. as possible. Here you go. Here you go, viewers. Enjoy it over here now. So I don't know. I'll just give it like a two. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, Murphy's been involved in the worst part of the storyline. Cause like, sure, Aaliyah is like, she isn't underage at least. That would be really gross. But I mean, it seems well. You didn't do research. You still have like this. She's like 18 or 19, and you have this like 30 year old dude like in her DMs. Like, after all that happened with the speaking out movement this summer, like, oh, it's just very tone deaf at the, at the least. Yes. Yes. Couldn't agree more there. So then you have Drew Gulak to Raw. He's already been on Raw for a few weeks. Once again, why not just wait? It's like been set these dates for this draft and then couldn't wait long enough for some of them. He's just like, got to get them over now. <laughs> yeah, let's try them out. They got to get used to the locker room. So then Kalisto goes to SmackDown. Oh, sorry. I'll give the Drew Gulak thing a do. I did whatever. Because he's a good wrestler. I mean, it's bad for his career because the best thing he's done recently has been when he was like Daniel Bryan's friend and coach, and now they're separated. So, <laughs> exactly, we ain't seen Daniel Bryan forever. He's coming back tonight. Ooh, can't wait! Can't wait. Um, so Kalisto to SmackDown, not the Lucha House Party, just Kalisto. I mean, they've been teasing that for. They haven't, but then there's... Unless it happens tonight, because, spoiler, Blue Child's Party gets drafted to Raw. Later. <laughs> they built this Blue Child's Party thing up for so long, and unless it happens... Unless something happens tonight, there's going to be no payoff other than they got drafted to separate shows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm like, they, this afraid. Kalisto had it. I'm giving this a three because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Let me give that a big old three also. Does not make any goddamn sense. And then whatsoever. with the last pick of the SmackDown set of picks, including Talking Smack, Tucker is on Raw. Tucky! I'm giving this a one just because I think it's good storytelling. I'm giving it a two because 
Honestly, I don't think he's strong enough on his own. No, my my one is my one is assuming that Otis will get over Raw and they'll be a tag team again. That is part of Ooh. part of what I'm, it's it's a lot to depend on WWE to do. They probably won't, but right, exactly. I don't know. I've what been feeling I, good I lately. Also... I'm feeling optimistic. <laughs> oh man, WWE's gonna crush you. Yeah. Oh, they will. I'll probably watch SmackDown tonight and want to cry <laughs> afterwards or something. Oh yeah. Uh, now think about this. What if you get a little uh, lucky getting together with Mandy and stealing Otis's woman? No, 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 I'm out. No. No, no, no. Okay, that's just too much bad juju. Not every tag team has to split up. Not every tag team has to hate each other randomly eventually. Nope. <laughs> AEW's got you spoiled. Every tag team splits. Tag teams can just be friends. You can just have friends that continue to be your friends. (laughs) (laughs) You can new day. So, that was day one of the draft. Some... I'd, I'd say mostly good. We only gave out what? threes a couple but i think mostly good the biggest thing and we'll see this more on on the next set they it really seemed like because smackdown has been great recently and raw has been really bad and it seems like they're just trying to (laughs) really they're really trying to just drag smackdown down if if anything, oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> I agree more. Rather than like build raw up, it's just like no, here take our shitty storyline that no one likes. Well, they they, they got a couple of all right ones though. Yeah. So we'll start with since there's a lot to get through still. We'll start with the picks from Monday. Pick number one. Of round one for Monday, Raw selects the fiend Bray Wyatt. Phenomenal pick. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a one because I'm a big fiend fan. I will miss him on Fridays, but okay. I do kind of think with the current setup of SmackDown and Raw, he does kind of fit Raw more. I was going to say, I, I'm going to give it a one also because yeah, I think Raw is definitely a big-time character-based show where SmackDown is a little more on the talent side. But there is a little fuckiness with this pick just in that Bailey was available, the Street Profits were available, Sami Zayn was available. These are all championships that Raw doesn't have that Raw could have taken. This is true. So, in the K, in one sense, in the K face sense, doesn't really make a lot of sense. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But I like it. I think, especially with the Mysterio storyline coming over, I think there would have only almost been like too much going on on SmackDown 
to also have the Fiend and Alexa Bliss story happening at the same time. So I think moving yeah. moving that over to Raw makes sense. Yeah, it definitely frees up some space to get some new things going. And then with the second pick in the first round, SmackDown picks Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Makes sense. It's a one. Yeah, exactly. One, put your champ on top, main champ. Not, not too much to talk about. No. Uh, Grass tax right there. Then Raw picks Randy Orton. Makes sense. It's a one. It's fine. Yep. Agreed. Can't not give him one. It's the Viper. SmackDown picks the Street Profits, who are the Raw Tech Team Champions. So they get... They had their titles taken from them. They get their titles back. And then... Halfway through the show, or some at some point during the show, the Street Profits and the New Day just switch belts. Yep, just the old straight swap. Which, man, nothing makes belts look like toys more than just... Oh yeah, I don't care which ones I have. These are fine. You can just have these. I'll have those. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Here's some blue ones. You and, have red ones, so well, I want those red. You take them. And, and I believe if it counts as different reigns, the New Day are now at 10, which I think is what the Dudley boys had. So, like, the New Day might have just tied the, the number of reigns for tag team titles just by a oh. belt swap backstage. Oh, my God. That would be a big <laughs> ass next to that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, What? <laughs> Yeah, so I I can't give this a one. I I gotta give it a two just because of how stupid the belt swap is. Talent, talent wise, there was definitely one talent wise, but yeah. yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I'd say two. I was really hoping that they would draft the Street Profits to Raw and unify the titles, and then just similar to the women's titles, the champs can just go to whatever show. That'd be awesome. Which would also be have really been a way to get the New Day show. together, but not together. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's you're thinking too hard there. WWE's yeah. gonna let you know. And with the last round, of, <laughs> last pick of the first round, Charlotte Flair to Raw. So apparently, she's probably coming back soon. Then. And absolute steal because it's it's, it's a Charlotte. one. Yeah, it's a good pick. She's. People love to hate her, but she's one of the best women's wrestlers of all time. So, I was gonna say well, she more than likely is the best to ever do it by the end of her career. Her booking is bad at times, but that's not her fault, really. No, she still gives it everything in the ring. She so. can't like she can't really complain that Vince wants to give her all the titles all the time. Like, what is she supposed to do? Say no. no? Oh, nature's daughter? Uh, you want a belt? How about another? How about eight more? <laughs> so then, second round starts off with Braun Strowman going to Raw. He's already on Raw. Once again, it's another... <laughs> it's another thing of... He'd been there for three weeks. Whatever. It's, right there, whatever. Bro. It's a two. I don't care. I would say two because of the dumbness. 
Also, he has a he has a universal title shot tonight. But he's drafted to but he's drafted to Raw. Man, I, I'm really gonna buy it for any near falls he gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely thinking he's one of them. Uh, Daniel Bryan to SmackDown. This is the one. This he needed to stay on SmackDown. SmackDown's the wrestling show. Dan Bryan's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also say one. It should be a two because it was drafted to the same brand, but Daniel Bryan is so good that it is definitely a one. Uh, then we have Matt Riddle to Raw. Which I love that. makes sense if you've seen some recent comments by Seth Rollins. <laughs> And because Matt Riddle's quite the personality. Saying that he would never want to work with Matt Riddle. (laughs) And and honestly, like, like Matt Matt Riddle and WWE are in an active lawsuit. Like, together. So just, like, having him him on TV constantly just makes no sense while while this lawsuit's still pending. Like... Just don't have him on the show. He's too good. Like, People love the bro. You like, once the lawsuit's over, fine, whatever. But, like, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Then you get Kevin Owens to SmackDown. I was not really expecting this. It's cool. I like it. I think that's a fantastic choice. Really, any brand that got him, he's he's always a sleeper pick. It's basically how you're going to use him. It's how I'm, good I'm he's giving this a, be for your I'm brand. giving this a one because I think Babyface KO versus Roman could be really cool. As yes, like a TLC. I'd love to see. For like Roman's match at TLC or whatever. Like any pay-per-view that you need him at. Exactly. You need KO to take some big bumps, do some... Unexpected flips. And then you could obviously do like KO and Sami Zayn. You could do something there. Like, a lot of options with KO on SmackDown. So I think this is a really good pick. I I gave that a big old one. Um, Then we have Jeff Hardy to Raw. Once again, wasn't really expecting this, but it sort of makes sense. That's exactly what I was thinking. Did they need to? Probably not. But will he work out fine? More than likely. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a one. I think Jeff's been doing some really good stuff lately. His promos have been insanely good, actually. And it's making me wonder if he's going to re-sign at WWE or if he's just going to... If he is actually going to go to AEW or... When his contract's out or whatever, because, I mean, they might not be using him super well all the time, but they're using him a lot. I was going to say, yeah, they're definitely using him a ton, so... Like, they're definitely... It feels like they're trying to make an argument for him to stay. Yeah, kind of like when someone says they're unhappy, so they close to the end of their contract and WWE just slaps a belt on them real quick see if yeah. they can get them to stay and resign. Not a good situation. But, I mean, I... I did... I think I was listening to a podcast the other day 
where someone said, I forget which one it was, but someone said that Jeff Hardy, he always looks hurt, but then he always has a good match. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that is so accurate. He's always holding a body part. Always. Um, so then the next, so that was the second round. Pretty good second round. Uh, first pick in the third round, Raw selects Retribution. I'm giving it a three. three. Yes, I'm so glad. We're why would you? Why would you draft an organization whose sole goal is to destroy WWE? Why would you want them on your show? <laughs> yes, exactly. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. And then just Mustafa joining and being this, like, leader, apparently. Why? What the fuck? Why? I mean, I'm fine with that. It's just Retribution. It's made no sense since the beginning. (laughs) I mean, once Dijakovic just breaks off and gets a singles run going, we'll we'll be cooking then. Then... The next pick is Lars Sullivan to SmackDown. Three. I was thinking the same thing. I don't well, care. I don't even know how. I wasn't excited for him to be back. I was say, first thing I thought was, oh wow, they actually brought him back. Interesting. Just like, why? <laughs> he doesn't... At least, at least so far, he hasn't added anything. His beatdowns haven't looked especially good. No, nope. he just basically has less facial hair. It's just whatever. I don't care. The chunks are <laughs> literally exactly the same. Nothing has changed at all except his facial hair length. Uh, Keith Lee then goes to Raw. I'll give this a one. They've... I was gonna say that's a one. They've sort of fucked up Keith Lee on the main roster so far, but I still have a little hope. I was gonna say he's still put on pretty good matches when he has gotten opportunities so far. Yeah, his booking's just been weird as fuck. Big time. Why they change his trunks? Yeah, I don't know why they won't just let him be shirtless again. Yeah, exactly. It makes him look more powerful if anything. Um, then King Corbin goes to SmackDown. Two. I'll give that one. I give it a one just because. Uh, I was I, I was close to giving it a one. His, his gimmick just works really well on there for some reason. I think he's really good at his gimmick. The problem is his gimmick isn't really good. If that makes sense. Not anymore. Yeah. It's they, just it's it, too long. It's just boring. A lot of the time. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like MJF over in AEW has a very similar style of gimmick. Where it's just, like, this complete asshole. But he makes it fu- he makes it funny. Where, where Corbin struggles to, to do that. And I don't want to say it's his fault. The writing... Assuredly, has a has a lot to do with it. <laughs> oh, most definitely. I mean, 
Hustler's only going to be as good as his storyline is. But it's better. We're not in the Corbin face Roman Reigns eight month feud, so can't get anything from there is is an upside. That is very true. That will hopefully be forgotten about soon. God, that was bad. So the last pick of the third round, Alexa Bliss goes to Raw. Just makes sense. You gotta keep that storyline going on. Yeah. So, good third round. It's weird. Weird retribution and Lars Sullivan. So maybe it wasn't a good third round. Well, I'd say it's a solid ending with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I think Alexa, that's a one for me. Um, she needed to stay with The Fiend. If anything, their stuff on Raw was the best stuff they've done yet. That synchronized, the synchronized oh, sister yeah. Abigail's looked so good. Oh yeah, they had to practice that because I'm like, how do you even fall and not fall oh, right the, into the each timing, other? The timing was so good. Mm-hmm. So then, first pick of the fourth round, Raw picks Elias. One. I'll give it. A, I'll give it. A, to go. I'll give it a two, just because I don't know. I don't know what Elias can do without a crowd. I was gonna say, yeah, that's that's very true. With a crowd, he can just control them like no one. With else a crowd, does. he's a good heel. Oh, big and face. He just goes back and forth depending on if he wants to insult the crowd or make them cheer. But, oh yeah, I think it's fine. It, the way he got brought back was weird. Because everyone knows yeah, that Seamus was driving that car. <laughs> that was confirmed the night that happened. But, Mysterious red-haired man? Nah, I was probably Jeff Hardy. <laughs> um, yeah, had to be. So then, the next pick, fourth round... The 17th pick of the night, SmackDown selects the Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn. Way too low. I was going to say the disrespect. The disrespect to to wait this long for him to get drafted is honestly incredible. Like, it's so bad. The other mid-card title... Got drafted in the first round. In the first round. This this one's this low behind both tag titles. Retribution. Large Sullivan. Braun Strowman. Who was in a world title match, but like still. Elias yeah. even. Oh my god, yeah. Like so many people got drafted before Sammy. It's I, I'm I, I want to give it a one because it's Sami Zayn. But I also want to give it a three because it's this low. I'm going to give it a right in the middle. I'm going to give it a two. I'm giving it a three. Fuck it. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Sami Zayn. We're off the train. Goodbye. No, not Sami Zayn. Fuck WWE for having this pick so low. (laughs) For disrespect. Sami Zayn, he's the Intercontinental Champion. They made a new SmackDown, like poster thing he's not on it 
They disrespect him constantly. <laughs> yeah, he looks too crazy. We don't want that Canadian look going on on the right. posters. We gotta get through these. There's <laughs> <laughs> this is surprisingly taking longer than I thought. So good. No. Um, next, Raw picks Lacey Evans. Fine, too. Right. Yeah, she's a good athlete, I guess. I mean, switching up the women's divisions is is probably a good thing. Just some of them, has, it's gotten a little stale with how long. Yeah. Specifically on SmackDown with how long Bailey's reigned. But she does have the Sasha thing right away. now, so. Um, yeah, that's keeping it interesting. Cesaro and Shinsuke say on SmackDown. I'll give it a one. They're a good team. I like seeing both of them on. I was gonna say I love them. On the wrestling show. Uh, Sheamus then goes to Raw. Yeah. Which is, I guess that's a. I don't know. It's, he's been really good. Yeah, I want to give it a one. He's been good. I think he. If Drew does win the title at Hell in a Cell, like keep it. I think he would be a good contender for Drew. I mean, look, Jeff switched over too, so they could continue their little feud they had going on there for a hot second. Nope, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm, don't, nope. nope don't you don't want that. the bar fights? Or bar fights? Um, and then Nikki Cross goes to Raw. I'll give this a one. It makes sense. Something with her and Alexa has to happen at some point. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I'd give it a two just because it's still very low. Yeah. Um, and then Dolph and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode go over to SmackDown. It was weird that they uh, became a, ta- a team again so quickly, so randomly. They just got on Raw like two months ago. <laughs> well, it was more than two months ago, but it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a two. I, I don't care, quite frankly. <laughs> okay. Two for me on that one. Uh, R Truth, the twenty four seven champion, stays on Raw. I'll give it a one. Raw's the twenty four champion, twenty four seven championship show. Makes sense. Where else are you gonna find big ninjas? Only on Raw. Definitely uh, a one for me too. Apollo Cruz goes to SmackDown. I'm going to give this a 1 just because it means we're done with the Hurt Business and Apollo. I was going to say I'll give it a 2 because honestly Apollo stuff with them, it never really got me. I, I didn't think it was that great. but I didn't mind it at the beginning and then it just kept happening. Yep. It was like, okay, we're just going to have this match over and over and over. Uh, Dabakato gets drafted to Raw with a little tease from Stephanie that he might be being managed by Shane. By Shane O'Mac. Yeah, Shane. Um, I mean... kind of... I'll give it a two, I guess. I was gonna say, yeah. I'll go a two also. I'm pretty sure this is the only reason Raw Underground even existed. Which, that's, like, confirmed Literally. dead now. I was gonna say, I thought I saw it's dead now, so it was just to debut this guy. 
and being like, oh, he's a wrestler too. Well, it's also just because Shane Man likes UFC. So that's why it existed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Titus O'Neil then goes to Raw. Two, fine, whatever. I was going to say, that's a two. That's a, I don't, I don't, doesn't affect much. Uh, Carmella goes to SmackDown. I'll give it a one just because they've been building up this new heel Carmella a little bit with some video packages. I was going to say, yeah. I'll give it a one just because she's a fresh wrestler once again, so that's a, a nice steal for them, I'd say. Uh, Peyton Royce then goes to, to Raw. I thought she was going to go to SmackDown, but it's fine. It's a one. That's true. I'd give it a one also. She's definitely the more talented of the two from that tag team. And, uh, yeah, she'll make some moves on Raw. Um, Aleister Black goes to SmackDown. I want to... This... I... They didn't need to... They didn't need to do this. They didn't need to bring the Aleister Black Kevin Owens thing to SmackDown. No, they did not. Also, I don't understand what it even is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. I'm going to give it... I really like him. But I'm going to give it a... a Three? Just because... Just because I don't... I don't like the idea of them moving over whole programs. And, like, with the Mysterios, whatever, it sort of makes sense. This one, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it really does not make a lick of sense. Honestly, I don't understand Alistair's gimmick anymore. Yeah, I don't like, either. What is it? It's just got an iPad. And then, with the last pick on yeah, Raw, some- Akira Tozawa goes to Raw. He's in the 24-7 stuff. Makes sense. It's a one. I'll give it a two just because, you know, it's Tozawa. Everyone knows he only got over because of his big ninja. And then there was another round on Raw Talk. So, first pick of that was Lana to Raw. Makes sense. You gotta get it's put through tables you. every week. <laughs> I love it. Because <laughs> Miro's on AEW. Yep, exactly. Tables for weeks. How dare Punch you be married to someone who works a different company after we yep. released them? We're gonna give you TV time, but uh, you're gonna earn it. Yeah, how dare your husband get a new job after we fire him? <laughs> Tables. Natalia goes to SmackDown 2. I don't really care. I was going to say, I'm assuming most things on here are probably 2s. Riddick Moss goes to Raw 2, whatever. 3, don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, that's fair. The Riot Squad go to SmackDown. I'll give this. A, I'll give the Riot Squad a one. I'm gonna say I'll give them a one too. They, I think they could do. They could do Definitely. some cool stuff on SmackDown. Oh yeah, exactly. They could be like an Iconics type level tag team. And then Arturo Ross. I can't say that word right now. Goes from NXT to Raw. The only NXT person drafted. Oh, that's surprising. Was that dude on Raw Underground too? Um, maybe? Yes. Okay. That adds up. Because I thought from the picture I saw, he was kind of like a fighter-looking guy. Yeah, he's... 
he knows jujitsu from according to his oh, Wikipedia okay. page. And he wrestled for a Volve. Oh, and he was an amateur wrestler, okay. knows jujitsu, wrestled for a Volve. Okay, that's a pretty good resume. I'll take that. So, we'll see if they actually do anything with him. Um, I'll give it a two for now. I was going to say two because I know nothing about him. So then there was some picks announced on social media. Alright, which is, you know, always makes people look very uh, talented. So, Retaliation went from Raw to NXT and it is now, once again, Mercedes Martinez. What? <laughs> and no longer named Retaliation. Okay. They just took her out of Retribution and she's now back on NXT as Mercedes Martinez. I'm giving this a one because she got out of retribution. <laughs> oh, couldn't agree more. That was a great decision on her mind. Shit's going down so fast. Uh, Shorty G to SmackDown. Well, she was already on SmackDown. Two, fine. I'm going to give it a three because that's a dog shit. Ooh. Yeah, give him his name back. <laughs> we want... And uh, the Lucha House Party, Grand Malik and Lince Dorado, go to Raw, officially separating themselves from Kalisto. All right, and three, dog shit, three. three. <laughs> Built up a storyline, didn't pay it off. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> and then threw them on a social media announcement. That's a three for me. Uh, Billy Kay goes to SmackDown. This is fine. This is. I'll give this a two. It almost gets a one. I think it almost gets a one, just I think separating them is fine. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know how well she'll do on her own, though. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Eric... You might find a new Eric goes to Raw. Of Viking Raider fame. Okay, I was going to say one of the Viking Raiders, right? Uh, okay. Ooh, it's fine. they're broke, yeah? No, yeah. um, Ivar's just injured. Oh, okay. So, so it's he's a, not... It's a new day. So he's not in the... This whole situation. So he's... Yeah, he's not in the... Ivar wasn't eligible to be drafted because he's injured. Okay, that's fair. Makes sense. Give it a two. Uh, Tamina stays on SmackDown. Whatever. Two. Three. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's bad enough. I mean, she, I mean, she was announced on social media. You can't, can't go that hard on her, dude. There, <laughs> she can have it too. But we all know how I really feel. Uh, Zelina Vega moves to SmackDown. Dude, I don't know that I care about her as a wrestler yet. Thinking they're plotting for her to manage someone else, maybe. And then. Hopefully. Two people were in the draft pool and not drafted. Three agents. Uh, we have Mickey James. Disrespectful. <laughs> Fuck the legacy. And we have Andrade. 
Oh, that's some real disrespect right there. They just... And, and at least as far as I'm aware, as now Friday, a week after the first part of the draft, Andrade's still not anywhere. <laughs> he hasn't been mentioned. That makes you wonder if there's something contract-wise going on with him, maybe. Or it, he, it could be that he could be going down to NXT, potentially. Ooh, that wouldn't be a good spot for him. He could, he could go, go back to NXT. It could happen. Um, Love to see Friday down there. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I think he'd have some really good matches. For Mickey James, maybe she's just retiring. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it was just weird to include people in the pools and then just not, just not draft them, not mention them. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make much sense whatsoever. Um. So overall, what do you think of the draft? It was much needed, I think. Uh, I really don't understand why they just moved some storylines to other shows, but I mean, that is Yeah, because my knowledge of the draft is usually, like, they just move people around freshen up the shows. Yes. And this one, they just exactly. moved whole storylines. <laughs> I mean, sure, a couple of people got freshened up, but yeah. Yeah, it definitely happened, but they also just moved literally every every person including like smaller players in the storylines just entirely <laughs> I mean Murphy making it over to Smackdown was just the icing on the cake yeah and like Nikki going over to Raw with the Fiend stuff yeah just makes sense piecing it all together once again um, yeah, overall I thought it was pretty good. There was some very confusing and very dog shit stuff. <laughs> Lots of threes. Um, yeah, we started at a lot, lot more threes on Monday's session than on Friday's. Kind of like the show itself. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, but there, there is stuff I'm excited off the back of this. I'm excited for like the new day stuff and the biggie stuff like i'm excited to see what happens with like otis and like i guess definitely i guess i'm also excited to see what they do with ko on on smackdown so it's not all bad at least no a lot bad but at all. Um, so I think that pretty much covers everything. Alright, hell yeah. On that note, let's wrap this episode up. You can find me on Instagram at walkwithbrando. And you can find me on Instagram at welchnut. You can find our podcast Backstage Heat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anchor or basically anywhere else you find podcasts 
And you can find more of our one-of-a-kind wrestling content on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Backstage Heat Network. Thank you for listening. See you next time, everybody.